Hi, this is Joe Peters with In the Know with Joe, and I'm about to interview Mary Melfi, our county clerk for Hunterdon County. And in this interview, Mary's going to cover the three different ways you can vote in 2021. It's a little different than what we did in 2020, and I think it's worth the short listen. So hi, this is Joe Peters with In the Know with Joe, and my favorite county clerk, Mary Melfi, is there with me this afternoon, and she is uh, running for re-election, I understand. Bring, bring us up to date on how long you've been to county. If I remember right, you're, you're a Hunterdon County girl born and bred. No, not no? born and bred. Okay. She's pretty much bred, but not born. <laughs> I've been in Hunterdon County since I was like eight years old, so it's been quite a quite quite a few years. You might as well say I'm I've been here for most of my life. Okay. And I'm in my uh, like you said, I'm running for re-election. I'm just finishing my 15th year as county clerk. This year I'll end up 15 years, so I'm going for my fourth term. County clerks run for a five-year term. Okay. And you know, knock on wood. I'm, I'm not being opposed. So I, I can offer you an early congratulations then if it doesn't <laughs> jinx you. So, yeah, unless, unless somebody comes in with a, an amazing, astounding writing campaign, yeah. I think I'm good. Cool, cool, so, cool. So you're in a courthouse. You're in a building right across from the old courthouse. You're in the new courthouse. It's not no. the new courthouse. It's the new, it, it's the, what is the I'm name? located in the Hall of Records, which Hall is of next Records. door to the historic courthouse. Courthouse. Okay. So the historic courthouse is the building that the trial was held in. And Correct. That's the, the, the showpiece of downtown. Yeah, cool. But your your building is amazing because just to come in, I mean, the clerks are so helpful. I had to get my passport picture redone this year. And I didn't know if it was worth doing. You can't go anywhere. But if you let me get it done, then it took like four months to come. But down in the basement is the records and upstairs is you. And it's it's quite a, how big is your staff there? Um, we have, there's, a, it runs about 13. Yeah. About 13. A, it's a guess. very, you know, compact organization. But you get a lot done. So, so. I have, you know, I'm, I'm blessed. I, I have the best staff in the world. You know, your staff, anybody, you guys know you're, you're, it's a reflection of you. So I'm never afraid to have my staff interact with the public because I know, you know, they sometimes are even better than I am. Yeah. So it's, you know, they're, it's. They're a great bunch. They do you a service. They, you know, it doesn't happen by accident. I always say that if, if you walk into a store and everybody treats you nicely, it's not an accident. It's trickling downhill and, uh, you don't have to look far to see where it comes from in your case. So once again, good luck if I'm not jinxing you. And uh, we're going to talk a little about how we're going to vote this year. And I know, I think I know how I'm going to vote, but I'm not sure what my other two options are. So two years ago, things were normal. If you could call what we were doing two years ago, normal, but it was the way we always voted. You showed up or you had an early mail-in option. Last year, it got sort of convoluted because you couldn't vote in person, but there were drop-offs and mail-in options. And then this year, it sounds like we're back to all three again. Well, 2019 was the year that people were still a little confused because the law changed 
where they automatically had, if you had been issued a vote by mail ballot, they automatically put you into all futures. That was the 2018-19 year. Okay. It was, it was a little bit confusing. Um, we finally got it all straightened out. People opted out that wanted to be opted out and people that wanted to be get a vote by mail got a vote by mail. Then comes COVID-19 in 2020. And under both, both uh, elections, the primary and the general, we were under executive order that everybody got a vote by mail ballot, whether they wanted one or not. And that was the way people had to vote okay. unless they were disabled disabled, there was a machine at the polling, there was only 26 polling places and you had to be disabled to use the machine and you had to sign an affirmation that you were disabled. Okay. So now we come into 2021 and this is where there's a lot of confusion this year. So vote by mail, the only way you're going to get a vote by mail ballot this year is if you were on the list back in 2019 or if you have applied in 2021. So just because you got one in 2020 is not a guarantee that you're getting one this year. Right. So if you have not gotten one by now and you think you're getting one, then I would get on the phone you know, with, with me and, and let's get it squared away. Okay. So that, it, that won't get you one in the mail in time probably, but it well, will. yes and no, because it's, I mean, we need to have an application. So the application has to come now, if you're local, um, if you're local, then I would say walk in if you want to vote. And, and again, it, it, it comes down to your, your preference and your comfort level. Um, some people like to vote by mail. They like the paper ballot. They like to come in my office. They like to sit here and vote and they like to give it to me and it goes to the board of elections. Then there's people that don't trust the vote by mail. They want to vote on the machine. So election day is going to be just like normal. You okay. can go to your polling place. The sample ballots are out. So you can go to your polling place. The new thing that happened was on March 30th of this year, right. Governor Murphy signed into law the early voting law. And this is what's new for 2021. So Hunterdon County, based on its population, has three early voting centers. Now, along in this law, it required every county to have early voting centers depending on their population. Hunterdon was required to have three. So for this year, beginning on Saturday, this Saturday, the 23rd, and ending Sunday, October 31st, will be early voting in these three voting centers. The voting centers are easy to remember. The North County will be serviced by the Clinton Library, the, the county library in Clinton. Okay. The Central part of the county will be serviced by the Route 12 library, the main library, the county library on Route 12. Yep. And the southern part of the county is going to be serviced out at the county fairgrounds in East Amwell, uh, West Amwell. It's where the old drive-in for people that used to live here, where they have the 4-H fair okay. county fairgrounds. So it doesn't matter. I mean, if for some reason you work in Lambertville, 
but you live in Tewksbury and you drive by the fairgrounds, you can go vote there as well. You can vote in any one of these three voting centers. So you can, without doing anything, as long as you're a registered voter, drive in, they can look your record up and you can vote early. Correct. So it's the same as voting on election day, you're just doing it earlier. And, and well, there's gonna be a little bit of difference. I mean, the, the early voting centers are open Monday through Saturday from 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. Okay. and Sunday from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. So you've got two Sundays in there and the rest are week, you know, weekdays and Saturdays. So the other thing that came into this law was that all voting machines had to be paper-based, meaning there has to be a piece of paper. So the county, all 21 counties virtually have bought new voting machines for early voting. Mm -hmm. So the voting machine is now paper-based. So we purchased uh, voting machines from an outfit called ES&S and they're paper-based and, but they're electronic. So you will go into a voting booth and you'll still do your touching, but you'll, you're going to see on the right of the thing, a piece of paper comes down a enclosed tube and you look over at it and you look to make sure that, that that's the way you voted. Okay. And if it's, and if your votes are correct, you hit cast vote and the paper cuts and goes into a bin. So in the event of a recount, um, we're counting paper ballots. We're not depending on a tape coming out of it. And we did not have them 12 months ago. No, we had everything was was on a tape. Now it was safe, but you know, it, you know, people still want to see the paper, you know, add so, the votes. And it's going to be this way going forward? Or? Yes. Now, the other thing is working with uh, Commissioner John Lanza. He's our, he's the liaison to both my office and the Board of Elections. Working with John Lanza, we've been able to get the commissioners to purchase all new machines. Uh, so there's actually a bond ordinance on, not a bond, yeah, it is a bond ordinance, capital ordinance tonight to purchase the rest of the machines for next year. So next year, we'll all, they'll all be the same ENS. We currently have Dominion on election day, Dominion election machines. Now everybody, they follow the news, knows about Dominion. And now, we, now we're going to have all ES and S. So but, it sounds yeah. like then if you just want to remember the way it was two years ago, almost, and show up at the voting polling place and vote on election day, that still works. Yeah, you won't know any difference. You won't know a except, difference. Well, and, and here's the other thing of this law. As one of the things that this law required is to make early voting work is we're going to electronic poll books. So there is no more paper poll book. Okay. So the electronic poll book, is, it looks like an iPad and the poll worker will look you up and then you will sign the poll book with a stylus. So um, that's the way that the poll, that's the way the poll books are, you know, before you came in, they shuffled through the books and now they're not going to shuffle through the books. They're going to look you up on an iPad. And electronically, it matches your signature to what's on file? Um, they, they can take a look. Um, if there's doubt, uh, they, can, they can question it. Okay. So old way with one change, you're going to sign a, a, an iPad kind of thing with a stylus and not look up the old book. 
The, the second way would, it would still be the old way, but you can come in an early vote in one of the three Correct. areas and they'd go through the same procedures, I would think. Yeah, but they're gonna have a different voting machine. So, okay. so recapping paper ballot, vote by mail, you can either vote in my office or, or get it mailed to your home. The early voting is done on a new machine, a new voting machine with an electronic poll book 10 days prior 1023 to 1031. Right. And voting day is done on the way that you've always done it. Oh, okay. With the exception, it's going to be on a Dominion machine and you're going to have an electronic poll book check you in. So those are it's, so, it's it is. And 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 you know, uh, on this electronic voting or on this uh, early voting, uh, they're not connected to the internet. You know, people, <coughs> excuse me, have have concerns about that. So it's going to be interesting. So the the other thing is to vote by mail. You either have to have received something, or in the very near future, call your office and get something in order to do that. Correct. And and for people that want to vote by mail or vote in my office, that continues to run right up until um, three p.m. on November first. So let's just say, let's do a hypothetical. You thought you were going to be able to vote on November 2nd because that's what you wanted to do. Right. But then, you know, you've been going to the doctor and he calls you Monday morning and says, you know, Monday morning the 1st and says, I want to schedule a procedure. You need to have a procedure done right away. Yep. Now, what are you going to do? You want to vote. You missed early voting. You missed the vote by mail. So now you can still walk into my office and cast a vote, put in an envelope, sign it, and it gets verified later. Now, the other thing I noticed when you filled out the ballot by mail, you signed the outside of the envelope, unless I did it wrong. You signed the certificate. You signed a certificate. So this is what you should have been signing. Um, It's coming up backwards on my screen, but... It's, it's the certificate. So okay. if you watched the videos last year, you voted your ballot, you placed it in here, you sealed this. And if you noticed, we now have peel and seal, so nobody's licking anything. Yep, well, that's so good. So you seal it up, and then you put that in the envelope addressed to the Board of Elections. That's your so, transport envelope. So, so I think I put my ballot just in the envelope without that transport and signed the outside of the envelope like as if I dropped it off. Um, and did what did you do? Put it in a ballot box? No, I mailed it. How could you mail it? There's, there's, there's no, there's no place to mail it. No, there was a an, an outside envelope with it was prepaid postage on it. Okay, then that you're fine. But you put, but you didn't put the ballot inside this. No. Uh, there's a good chance your ballot's going to get rejected. Okay, so I didn't read the instructions because Marilyn insisted that was the way to do it. And I was saying, why is your envelope heavier than mine? And she said, why are we signing the outside of an envelope that's going through the mail? It doesn't make sense. So I shouldn't have signed the outside of the envelope. No, that's only when you're when you're transporting it. Else. All right. So I, are you I mean, in Somerset or Hunterdon? Hunterdon. We'll talk offline. But um, so anyway. And then you have, if you have your ballot and you you want to, you don't want to use the post office because everybody has fears about the post office. 
they've come out and said five to seven days for first class mail. Last year, through some of the executive orders in COVID, we came up with ballot boxes, ballot drop right. boxes. So there are 12 of them located throughout Hunterdon County where you can safely drop your ballot. Every ballot box is under a camera, under a security camera. They get picked up daily. Every day the box is emptied. So your ballot's not sitting there for a week and you can drop it off and they're conveniently located throughout the county. There's very, we, we did the mileage and the most, the furthest is like 10.9 miles away is the furthest of ballot boxes from anybody in Hunterdon. Okay, so three options, vote as normal, vote early, or get a mail-in or drop-off and follow the instructions better than I did and mail it in or drop it off. Yep. I think it's pretty clear. Do you think it'll stay this way going forward or maybe too early to tell? Well, I don't know. Um, I just want to do a couple things on the vote by mails too for the people that are using that. Vote by mails must be postmarked election day. They must be received or postmarked 11-2-2021 to be counted. Right. Um, anything that comes in up to 48 hours following the election without a postmark will be accepted by the Board of Elections. That's under the new law. Okay. And then ballots are accepted uh, up to 144 days or 144 hours following election day with an election day postmark. So if it's dated 11-2 and you have it and it came in, but it didn't come in until 11-7, it's going to be counted if it has an 11-2 postmark. So if you're one of these procrastinators that waits until election day or the day before to mail your ballot, my suggestion is you walk yourself into a retail post office and ask them to hand stamp that ballot. Okay. Because they, they do not, when you drop stuff off anymore, they do not postmark. Right. So um, that would be my suggestion. So if there's any doubt that you're you're cutting it short, get it hand stamped when you drop it off at the post office and it'll count as yeah. long as it arrives within seven calendar days. Yeah, it's it's hundred personally they came up with this 144 hours. But you know, I don't know how this is gonna work. It it costs the state, and the state has reimbursed all the counties for this, and it's costing the state somewhere around 80 million dollars to do this early voting. And, you know, they, they've, they've taken polls, Monmouth University has taken a poll and they found that like only 6% of the people are gonna use it. Right. You know, I mean, if, as, as, as a county clerk, you know, we've spent from 2009, since John Corzine, Governor Corzine signed the vote by mail law, conditioning voters that, er, you know, vote by mail is early voting. You know, and that's what a New Jersey voter thinks if they want to vote early and they like the convenience. You know, there's Hunterdon County gets the highest turnout per capita in the whole state. Wow. We, are, we are voters. So, you know, even if they hate it, last year, I had a lot of trouble because they hated the vote by mail, but they voted. Yep. And, you know, that's the whole thing. Is you vote. Because if you don't vote. You better keep your mouth quiet because you you might say anything. So, so no matter if you voted by mail or voted early or voted on election day, 
you're, there will be no announcement of the early vote until all the votes are counted. Correct. So for those that want to know the results, um, election night, the first results coming out will be the unofficial vote by mails that have been received and counted because they'll count and they'll open those starting 6 a.m. in the morning and they'll count them. Okay. So that number comes over first. Then it's followed by the municipalities bringing me in the results throughout the 26 municipalities. Right. So usually by 10 o'clock, I have all the unofficial results. As to the early voting, I'm not allowed to get that information until eight o'clock on election night. So I am so tied up with the vote by mail and the Earl and the, and the machines that I'm here at five, five o'clock on election day. I'm not going to screw around with early voting at 10 o'clock at night when I'm tired. So I'm just going to wait till the next day because, you know, officially nobody wins until the results are certified and the results don't get certified until you have until November 20th. Okay. Makes so, sense. So last year there was a way to check if your vote had been received by mail. Does that still work? Well, they have track your ballot and track your ballot was, it was a good tool, but it was a bad tool because all track your ballot does is tell you that the ballot has been received. It doesn't tell you if it's been counted. Right. Because it won't go in as being counted until the election is certified. And then they just do a, a mass system dump saying everybody's ballot has been counted. So you can go in if you mailed yours and yours got returned on the 15th and mine got returned on the 17th. We know that it's been returned, but that doesn't necessarily mean counted. Got it. So, and the other thing that they changed last year in the law is the signature cure because people's signatures change throughout their life. Um, so if you noticed on your flap, there was a place to put a, an email. So if, you're, if your signature, when somebody's checking your signature and it doesn't match, you will be contacted by the Board of Elections and told that your signature does not match. And you have to contact the Board of Elections. And, and if you provide ID that you are who you are, they'll update your signature and your vote will count. Great. So so that's a that's, way of keeping it perpetually updated. Right. And, and also, you know, not, not disenfranchising, disenfranchising somebody by just saying, you know, your, your signature doesn't match. And, you know, and you're like, that is my signature. Yeah. You know? <laughs> that is my signature. Well, great. I think that, uh, although I got it wrong, um, and we'll talk about that once we go off the air. I think this clears it up. Free ways to vote, early vote, in-person vote, or you can get a mail-in or drop-off. And each one of them has their own path, but they all come together uh, on election day. And uh, if there's any questions, Mary's uh, yeah, general, I, general phone number for questions. 908-788-1214. Very good. Once again, Mary Melfi, thank you very much. Okay. Um, can I just add one thing? Sure. You mentioned passports. I, I want to let people know, like you're, you're sitting home now. If you're sitting home and your passport's due within the next six months, come in now and get your passport done before you decide to go somewhere. The, the timing's getting better and better. You know, they're, they're starting to turn them around a little faster. But if anything happens, get your passport done. 
The other thing I would recommend is, is Real ID is not going into effect until 2023. Real ID is where you have to have a uh, driver's license that is, you know, starred, but you can also get a passport card along with your passport and that, that will serve so you can fly, you know, between here in California and Florida in lieu of a driver's license. So. But the real ID, the real ID goes through DMV? No, the real ID, yeah, the real ID is through Homeland Security. But, you know, the real ID, one of the acceptable forms is a driver's license, an enhanced, it's called an enhanced driver's license. But another acceptable form is the passport card. Great. The passport card is good for um, 10 years. So, you know, you can fly in the intercontinental United States. So please pay attention to your passport because you don't want to go through grief trying to get it. Yeah. Trying and to get travel. And, we're all going to travel again, but not in yes, a very we are. short <laughs> sale. Yeah. I, we, okay, Mary, hold on one second. I want to ask you something before we hang up. But I okay. think. I want to thank you for having me, Joe. I really yeah. enjoy this. Very good. Thank you. So it sounds like we've got three different ways to vote in 2021 on November 2nd. You can show up at the polling place as you always have. You can show up early at one of the free county early voting centers, or you can vote by mail. I've put all of the links to this information in the attached podcast overview. One of the biggest decisions in your lifetime is buying or selling a house. Choosing a realtor with strong client communication, technology, and marketing skills will dramatically improve your chance of success. That's why Hunterdon and Somerset's residents rely on Joe Peters. Joe believes his clients deserve a smooth and seamless experience, not a roller coaster ride. As a Coldwell Banker sales associate with 20 years of experience, he's helped hundreds of people to achieve their goals and dreams, no matter where they were in the buying or selling process. Here's what his satisfied customers have to say. Joe guided us through the process of selling our home and made a complicated transaction appear seamless. Joe is diligent and responsive without being pushy and truly keeps his client's best interest in mind. He would return calls within minutes if he didn't pick up. Joe accomplishes this by approaching every transaction from a business perspective. Initially, he tries to fully understand your goals and dreams and make them his own. Then he takes the mass amount of data that's available and distills it down to a few understandable action points. And finally, he controls the entire process through technology and marketing. The end result to you is a smooth, rewarding customer experience. Let Joe show you how to take his professional expertise and put it to work for you. To contact Joe, go to jpeters.com. You can call 908-238-0118 or text to 908-304-4660.